Coming up on Life is Weed, we are back from Nerdtacular with lots to talk about, including Pokemon news, Hearthstone and Xeramis pricing, a review of the first episode of Sailor Moon Crystal, and 100% more yelling at microphones about things. This is Life is Weed, episode 25 for July 12, 2014. Hello everyone, welcome back to Life is Leet. This is a podcast of nerds yelling at microphones about things. I am Jesse Hanna, and joining me today, as always, back from beautiful Snowbird, Utah for Nerdtacular 2014, is my co-host and younger brother, Aaron. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty alright. Awesome. So yeah, uh, we were at Nerdtacular, we both had an awesome time, it was a lot of fun, we did a recap episode of it, and that was last week's episode, so we've got a bunch of stuff to get caught up on now. So, what say you, we get right into it, as we always like to do with video games. The fact that I'm really hyper today has absolutely nothing to do with the can of Mountain Dew that I chugged right before we started recording. I somehow doubt that. Anyway, we... Glares uh, at the computer monitor suspiciously. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, we were up at Nerdtacular last week, and to get there, we flew both there and back. And flying both there and back means playing video games on the plane, because that's just what happens. So that that was actually most of the gaming that I got done this week. Uh, I played, I got a little bit of WoW just earlier today. I was playing, uh, doing a bit of leveling on my Orc Death Knight. But uh, most most of what I played was wise memories of. I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce. This I believe word. that the title is pronounced "Yeast Memories of Celceta" or Celceta, whichever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's Ease Memories of Celsito, we'll say is how it's pronounced. Uh, it's a JRPG for the PlayStation Vita. It's, it's kind of an action RPG, sort of Zelda kind of thing for the Vita. And a couple couple people I know, uh, I think Cowboy, uh, JJ Valentine, uh, congrats to them, by the way, JJ and Renee Valentine. We talked, we mentioned a while ago that they weren't going to be at Nertacular because Renee was pregnant with twins. Well, Zoe and Maya Valentine were born just this past week, uh, just a couple days after Nertacular, actually. So congrats to them. Shout out to them for that. Anyway, uh, JJ, I think, had mentioned, I think on Twitter, that he played this game, and I'd kind of had my eye on it and finally decided to pick it up and started playing it on the flight back from Nerdtacular, actually. And it, it's actually a lot of fun. It, it's kind of scratching that itch that I've had for a Zelda-style RPG. And I've also actually been playing Wind Waker HD on the Wii U a little bit still, and I've been playing Ocarina of Time 3D on my 3DS but Memories of Salsita, uh, it's it's about you or you play as a fighter guy and adventurer explorer who has amnesia, who apparently had gone into the forest of Salsita and uh, apparently came was like the only person to have come back alive, but has none of his memories. And after this, after after that happens, he is hired or called upon to do 
to adventure through and map the forest. And it's a lot of fun. One of my favorite things to do in like World of Warcraft is exploring the world and uncovering all the areas on the map. And that's a that's a pretty substantial part of this game, you, it looks like. You can, you can tell that it's his favorite part because he has the Explorer title. Well, yes. On his main. <laughs> yes. Uh, that That is something that I have a lot of fun with in, in games like that. In, in games, period, is exploration. So I've... I've been enjoying that i haven't played very much of it just a couple of hours but it's pretty fun i'm probably gonna give a more thorough review of it once i've played it a little more but yeah it's a lot of fun i definitely recommend checking it out but again that's pretty much all that i've played it was kind of a busy week uh getting everything sorted out again after being gone for from work for a couple of days and out of town for the whole weekend but yeah, so that's what I've been playing lately. What about you, Aaron? So I finally finished Bravely Default. Awesome. 100 uh, with the true ending. Beat it on the plane ride to uh, Salt Lake. And as so- and when I was done with it, uh, my neck was really sore because I'd been looking down at my 3DS the whole time. Or pretty <laughs> much the whole time. Yep. So, yeah, coupled with the fact that my internal organs were descending a lot slower than the rest of my body Ooh, yeah that, that's it's a strange that was, sensation that was fun. when you're when you're in a plane that's descending for landing yeah that's that's not much fun at all but uh yeah bravely default great game go buy it unless you don't like re- having to repeat the same thing over and over if yeah. you don't mind it then that's fine but if you don't I, like it this game probably isn't your thing i just haven't had the time to pick it up pick it back up uh for, but for I slogged through it. I beat it, and I think it is a great game. It is one of it is definitely one of my games of the year for me. Personally. Oh yeah, I, e- even As though it, I haven't beat it yet, it, it's still in contention for that pretty easily. Yeah. All right, let's move. Let's move on now to the news. Uh, there's some stuff. There, there is indeed there some is, stuff. There is some stuff. Uh, we're, and some of, some of this is stuff that happened the week before Nerdtacular, but that obviously we didn't talk about on that episode. So let's let's start working our way through this. First off, a couple of things for Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. The first being that secret bases, you know them, you love them from the original Ruby and Sapphire. They are back in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Did anyone really doubt that they, that they were going to come back? Well... Probably I mean, game. Not. I mean, Game Freak is kind of known for taking out, few, uh, putting in cool features and then not returning them, like Pokemon following you around. But I mean, well, yeah, but I, because it's a remake of a game that had that feature, uh, you you'd figured that they probably were going to include it. Well, at least now we know for certain that they are going to include it. You're going to be able to trade secret or trade secret bases with other players via either Street Pass or with QR codes. Which is interesting. That you can, I, I guess, print out or email or something, and then they the other person scans with the camera on their 3DS, and they're able to get to your secret base then. You can make what they call secret pals with people whose bases you visit, and then their character will show up in your secret base. Or at least and, something that's supposed to represent their character. Oh yeah, I kind kind of an NPC version of their character will show up in your secret base, and you can. So we battle still don't against... know if character customization is returning. Yeah, and and you can battle against them there. 
there's the the capture the flag game is returning. That was a lot of fun. You capture that was the flag. from uh, Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, with the underground. Yep, and you can increase your team's rank and upgrade your secret pals with that by capturing flags from other bases. And something that I think is pretty cool is that you'll be able to set rules for Pokemon battles that take place in your base. Uh, so people can come into your base battle i guess against your secret pals and against the representation of you inside your base and you can set the rules for what those battles are like so it's it's almost kind of like running your own gym which it's i think is the thing we might ever get I, I i think that's pretty awesome i'm definitely looking forward to that and wanting to check that out yeah but that does sound like a pretty cool idea oh yeah i can i can finally make the dark type gym that game because it bothered to make yet <laughs> That that would be pretty awesome. Make a gym that's a or a quote unquote gym that's a type combination that you don't see in any of the other actual gyms. That would that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. And that's that's definitely a feature that I'm looking forward to. So, we also uh, you want to take dur- this dur- one? Dur- wait, what? Go ahead. What were you? You know, you go ahead. Okay, so during the intro of the show, I noticed that you forgot to put this in, and I was putting it in. Yeah. But uh, Koro Koro came out recently, and uh, uh, related to Pokemon auras, um, contests are coming back alongside secret bases, which I'm meh-ish about. Oh, the contests are kind of fun. I never really did them, to be honest. I, I, I didn't either, but what I did of them, they were they were pretty fun. Yeah, they were all right. But uh, also returning it. But uh, also showing up is uh, Mega Metagross. Yep. So yeah, you could behold him in all of his four-legged glory. Oh, Mega uh, Metagross is one of my favorite Pokemon. He's he's badass, and uh, Mega Metagross just looks awesome. And once again, Koro Koro, as as they've done since the late '90s, bringing bringing the goods with awesome leaked information and. All sorts of cool stuff. And yeah, and Mega Metagross looks pretty rad. Awesome. <laughs> it, it, now that they have Mega Metagross, I don't care whatever Megas they reveal. I'm content. Yep, I'm in. 100% I'm in. Because that's awesome. I can die happy man. <laughs> uh, and then they also have uh, various character redesigns for uh, uh, the first five gym leaders. As well oh, as cool. two members of the final four. So yeah, there's that. Very cool. Put that aside. We'll, we'll have a link to all of these in in the show notes, as always, which are at lifeislite.com. Alrighty. That's pretty much it for Pokemon for this week. Moving on to a bit of stuff, or, well, actually a trailer for Halo the Master Chief Collection. Oh, man. Uh, we're... I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm still considering whether or not that's going to be enough for me to get an Xbox One before Halo 5 comes out. Dude, I wanted an Xbox 360 for the Halo games, okay? An yeah. Xbox Halo uh, is enough to make me want an X- uh, that's, Xbox That's why one. I bought my 360 originally, was for the Halo was... games. But now we've got a pretty awesome trailer for the Master Chief Collection, and it's narrated by our old friend, The Arbiter. Who plays some important role in Halo 2 that I'm not aware of because I haven't even started it yet. Well, yes, he, he is kind of a main major character. and You can actually play as him in Halo 2. 
at least Halo 2, maybe 3, I can't remember. I think you can in 3 as well. But I, I'm, I'm still looking forward to these games. I, e even though I've played through all of them on well, PC for Halo and Halo 2 originally, and then 360 for Halo 3 Anniversary Edition, Halo 4. Uh, I, I want to replay those again before before Master Chief Collection and Halo 5 come out. I, I'm, I openly admit to having been a Halo fanboy for a long time, so I'm, I'm always going to play those games when they come out. I, I, I still enjoy them. So even if, even though people say, oh, it's just a cash grab, they're just eat, or they're just putting out Halo 5 to try to get people to buy Xbox Ones, well, yeah, duh, because of how many people like Because of how many people love Halo. <laughs> yes, love Halo, and bought Xbox 360s for Halo, they figure, hey, people might buy a One for Halo. So, so why not? It, it, and it'll probably work, because at some point I am going to get an Xbox One and... Master Chief Collection and Halo 5. I don't know if I'm going to do it when Master Chief Collection comes out or when 5 comes out. Don't know about that yet, but we'll see. Anyway, there's that trailer. It's pretty rad. Go check that out. Moving on. I've raved on this show before about uh, Muramasa Rebirth. Kind of a side-scrolling action game for the PS Vita. Made uh, made by Vanillaware, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, Great art style. Oh, yeah. Really, really cool art style really fun game and i've picked up the first two dlc chapters and we talked a couple of weeks ago about how we knew that the third and fourth dlc chapters were underway were being made and were going to come out soon well the third dlc chapter called a set a spirited seven nights haunting came out this past week in japan it came out on the 10th and it's going to be coming out in north america this week on the 15th and in europe on july 16th so, what's the it, what's the pricing on this going to be like uh, for the audience's sake? Yeah, it's it's probably going to be about the same, which I think is about six or seven bucks. Which I, I believe that's what the other two DLC chapters cost. That's a that's not bad. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. So, and to quote the Crunchyroll article, which we'll have a link to in the show notes, it will uh, follow Arashimaru, a chainsickle wielding ninja who must deal with a deadly curse. So that sounds pretty awesome. So I think I'm going to pick that back up, uh, pop that back into my Vita, work through the other two DLC chapters, and pick that one up when it comes out this week. So that sounds like, like a lot of fun. And closing out the video game news this week, we know something about Hearthstone Curse of Naxxramas. Uh, we, finally. Finally. Uh, we said on our last regular episode before Nerdtacular that we were going to hear on July 1st when they were going to release the game and what the pricing was going to be. After we recorded, like right after, Blizzard came out and said, actually, no, we're not going to tell you on July 1st, but we are going to tell you soon. Yeah. And then a few days later, they at least told us how much it's going to cost. So we know what Curse of Naxxramas is going to cost. It's going to be... 699 or 700 gold for each wing. If and after the first wing launches, uh, they're going to launch it after they're going to launch with just one wing open and the arachnid then, quarter. The arachnid quarter, and then and they'll if you open play during the first month. You get it for free. Yep, and then each 
subsequent wing will open for each of the following five weeks after the initial launch. So each wing individually costs seven bucks or seven hundred gold. Right. Would you say that? Yeah. So each wing okay. is seven bucks, seven hundred gold. You can unlock the first wing for free, and if you've done that, you can either unlock each of the following wings individually for seven hundred gold, or you can purchase or pre-purchase, I guess, all four at once for twenty bucks. If you get the first two, say you unlock the first one for free pay gold for the second one. You can get the remaining three for 15 bucks. Or if you get the first three, you can get the remaining two for 10 bucks. And then if you miss the live launch event, you can get all five wings for 25 bucks. Yeah. So that's that's pretty reasonable, I think. That's not too bad. That's not bad. Uh, the lowest on here, 10 bucks, that's... I, I I spent that twice on Hearthstone already, so... Oh, yeah, I've, I've spent a lot more than that on Hearthstone, just packs already. So I, I think that's worth it. I I might just unlock the first one during the launch event and then open the next four. I Even if you pay, like, the 20 bucks to open to unlock the remaining four wings, you still only get them when they're actually opened or as they open one wing per week. So it, it, it you don't get them any earlier, but that guarantees that as soon as they are open, you'll have them unlocked. And then, of course, you get all the cards that come out with uh, Naxxramas' release. Yep. When Naxxramas actually comes out. Yep. You don't have to pay anything, anything for cards, unless you want to buy packs. Well, yeah. And then something else that we found out about in this post on Battle.net is that Curse of Naxxramas will include a heroic mode. After, oh boy. after you defeat all of the bosses in each wing, you'll unlock heroic mode for that wing, which is uh, the same bosses, just a higher difficulty setting. And supposedly they're uh, supposed to be a challenge for uh, even some of the most top-tier experienced Hearthstone players. Like, harder even than, like, the expert practice mode AI now. And defeating all of the heroic bosses in Naxxramas will unlock a all-new card back. So that's that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool reward. So I, I think this is that's going to give uh, Curse of Naxxramas plenty of replayability and plenty, plenty to do for people who don't like playing against other people in play mode whether ranked or unranked for any of the myriad reasons like getting stomped in unranked mode having to deal with people who just sit there and take up most of their timer every single turn uh junk like that so that it's looking to be a pretty good addition to the game yeah there's curse of next ramus again still waiting on it yep still don't know when it's going to come out but at least we know more about it i'm gonna make kind of a prediction here every like content major content update like 1.1 1.2 that sort of thing we're gonna get something like curse of naxxramas and then uh every major version update like 2.0 or whatever we're just gonna get a big expansion of cards yeah and that sort of thing that sounds about right that sounds that sounds reasonable. That, that, that's that's the bet that i'm willing to make all right yeah that sounds that sounds like a pretty good bet although it's although it may mean that we don't get major content patches for a long time because they're going to be working on these but yep 
All right, I think that pretty much covers video games. So let's move on now to anime. Bankai! And pretty much all that I've watched over the past couple of weeks really has been... Well, we watched the first episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders. We watched that in the hotel at Nerdtacular. Well, technically part one, not actually Stardust Crusaders, but well, the yeah. uh, first part of the whole JoJo series. Right. And you got a taste of what Dio is like. Yep, a He's little a jerk. bit of it. Yep. D- Dio is a lot like Handsome Jack. He is such a terrible person, and you hate him with just such a burning passion and want to strangle him. But that what but that's what makes him a good villain. Yeah. It's because he's such a giant jerk. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so I I liked it. I'll I'll probably be able to get more into it. Uh, you said that it kind of picks up after the first episode or so. Well, yeah, either the first episode of part 1 or just after part 1 in general. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, if, I'll... if you don't feel like watching part 1, then part 2 is also a pretty good pickup point. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll work my way through it. I like, I, I'm a completionist, so I like working through things in the right order. So I'll, I'll work my way just through it in, in order. I'll get to part two, when I get there. Part two is great. Just yeah. saying, <laughs> that 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 part was better than I was expecting it to be. Yep. And besides that, I did also watch the first episode of the brand new Sailor Moon Crystal, and I will be talking about that. In a little bit. Uh, after after we do the news, and there's really not a whole lot of news. Actually, the only bit of news that we want to talk about is Sailor Moon related. Uh, the new dub cast and box set plans for the original Sailor Moon, which Viz Media recently relicensed. Uh, all those plans were announced at Anime Expo during their very highly anticipated Sailor Moon panel. Uh, We found out who's going to be playing uh, just about all of the characters in the brand new English dub of the original Sailor Moon. Uh, They're keeping, it looks like they're keeping all of the original names, no more stupid renames, no more hopefully uh, renaming... uh, moves and renaming characters and renaming things that just didn't need to be renamed when they tried to Americanize the series, which is a terrible idea and should never have happened. But they're doing, doing this... Dub, doing dubs wrong. Yes. They're doing Let's this... Let's rename this, because why not? They're doing this right with everything that has been learned by companies like Viz about how to do dubbing of anime right since the original double Sailor Moon o- over the past, what's it been? 13, 14 years, whatever, whatever it's been since the original dub came out here. As for the Blu-ray and DVD box sets, the first one will be released on November 11th. It's going to be a limited edition, or there's going to be a limited edition with six discs a box with room for the Part 2 box set, an 88-page art book, character profiles, episode guides, uh, art gallery, dub recording, uh, outtakes and cuts and stuff like that. 
all sorts of stuff, uh, panels, footage, openings, endings, trailers, all sorts of cool stuff is going to be coming out with the box set. But what's most interesting to me about everything that we found out about this is the guy who is going to play Nephrite. And you may recognize him from something like, oh, I don't know, this. You are not prepared. That's Sound right. Familiar. The, the the guy who played Illidan Stormrage in World of Warcraft, the guy who was the voice of Illidan Stormrage, is going Liam to Liam O'Brien. Everybody is going to be Nephrite. Yes, Liam O'Brien, and he's in just about everything. I he's in tons of video games. He was in Starcraft two. I don't remember what he was in Starcraft. Wait, he was in Starcraft. II. Yeah, but he was in, he was in Starcraft two. What? what is this madness? He was probably in Diablo somewhere. I think. Uh, uh but yeah, I don't he's. Know about he he's all over the place and but if if you're oh, into additional voices including Terran Ghost. Who knew? Yep, there you go. Uh so yeah, if if you're into Frog Pants, you know that he he and like Scott Johnson are friends, he's contributed uh stuff to like the instance, those shows. I best know Liam O'Brien as a uh, Akihiko Sonata from Persona three. Uh huh. So I still need to play. Oh yeah. I, I don't have it yet, but I still need to get it. He he's a great voice actor. He, he's uh, all over the place. He's great. He's I, I great love him. Actor. I love him as Illidan Stormrage, and I'm really I'm really excited. Uh, I'll probably watch the Sailor Moon redub just to hear him just as Nephrite. Just just for that, because that's pretty awesome that he's going to be in that. All right. Something that we're going to start doing more often on this show is each week, I, either Aaron or I or both of us will. One of us will maybe talk about something video games that we want to talk about. Besides just the news and what we're playing, we'll pick a topic that we want to just talk about and yell about or rant or whatever. And we'll go over that. Something for video games and something for anime. Didn't really have anything for video games this week. But for anime, I am going to talk about the first episode of Sailor Moon Crystal. And watch it. If you're an anime fan, it doesn't matter whether or not you like Magical Girl anime, whether or not you like shoujo anime, watch it, because it, it, it it's pretty good. I, the first episode was viewed, and of course it was simulcast, or it's entirely broadcast online. It was on Nico Nico Doga with... Or in the original Japanese, and with, I think, 12 different subtitle languages, 10 or 12, something like that. It's also on Hulu, and it's also on Crunchyroll. I watched it on Crunchyroll, and then I went back later and watched it on Hulu also. <laughs> but in the first two days after it came out, it was viewed one million times just on Nico Nico Doga. Uh, it's... it's big and it's gonna be big the different animation style it, it is a very different animation style from the original it does look a lot closer to the original manga than the first anime the original sailor moon anime did so that took some getting used to at first and it is a lot less exaggerated from the old series it doesn't seem like there are going to be as many like silly expressions uh, exaggerated appearances that sort of thing in you this guys series. oh no wait this is an animation well yeah but uh not not so much with the exaggerated expressions and stuff slight slightly less uh, over the top also you can tell that they have a much higher budget than they had for the original 
So uh, it, it is much higher quality all around, the animation style. But after I got used to it, I really liked it. Something that some people have complained about is that the backgrounds and scenery are simple, but I think I think they look really good. They're, they're a simple but very pretty kind of watercolor style effect in, in the backgrounds. The, the scenery and designs are excellent, and you can tell that they are much closer to the original, the designs in the original manga. Some people don't like the new transformation scene, the new Sailor Moon uh, transformation scene, which does use some computer graphic effects. I, I didn't CGI. mind it, really. I, I'm fine with it. I, I thought it looked great. To be fair, to be fair, the whole thing is done on a computer anyway. So well, yeah. CGI. It, it, it is using a lot more modern animation techniques because uh, back in 1992, working with basically a shoestring budget, they, they couldn't even use what computer technology they had available then, really. So there there is a really big gap between the resources available to the people who made the ori- to Toei when they made the original. It is the same studio. It is Toei Animation with uh, who made the original and Sailor Moon Crystal. But there is a big gap in the resources available to them then and available to them now. And they are taking full advantage of what they have available. I also like the pacing of the story. They've, they've changed the story pacing a lot. Uh, the first episode of the original, you jump right in. You said, okay, there's a Stark Kingdom. There's Queen Beryl. She's got this guy under her, Jedite. And there are just tons of monsters that all just kind of serve her. This time you really only see a, a very uh, dark, uh, kind of hallway-looking place. You only see part of the Dark Kingdom, not like Queen Beryl's throne room or anything. You see Jedite, and you see the monster that's the enemy in the first episode. And it is the same monster and the same story as the start of the manga, the start of the original anime. So it's a very familiar story. And it does look like they're not going to do as much Monster of the Week filler as they did in the original. They are keeping it just to 26 episodes, and we saw at the very end of this episode, you catch a brief glimpse of Ami, who is obviously Sailor Mercury. So, thinking that episode 2, which is going to come out next Saturday, it's one episode every other week, we're thinking that episode is going to get right into introducing Sailor Mercury. So they're introducing the bad guys more slowly, but they're moving through the story overall more quickly. I like that. I think that's much better pacing than the original series. Overall, though, I have to say that I just loved it. Even though I know the whole story just from cover to cover, the original anime, the manga, all, all of that, I know the whole thing. I know exactly how all of it goes. Watching Sailor Moon Crystal still felt like I was experiencing the whole thing for the first time all over again. And that's that's quite an achievement. I, 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 I cannot recommend watching Sailor Moon Crystal enough. Uh, it's definitely going to be one of my favorite anime series for quite some time to come. And I'm definitely going to... I, I, I definitely feel like I'm going to enjoy watching this uh, for uh, this at, at least this first season we don't know 
if whether or not there are more seasons forthcoming, uh, whether that depends on how many people watch this series. We don't know uh, how far into the story this season is going to get. All I know is that I hope they keep making it all the way through the story, all the way through to the end of Starlights, and that they stick to the original manga story all the way through, because I, I, I really think that this, if they do that, it is going to do the original story justice and be the anime adaptation of the manga that a lot of fans of the manga have been hoping for, and of of a high quality even even with regards to a lot of anime a lot of present day anime series it, it's definitely worth checking out if you're a fan of sailor moon odds are that you will definitely enjoy sailor moon crystal i uh i went ahead and added it to my queue just because it, it's worth checking out it's a if you're an anime fan at all it's it's worth checking out if you're a sailor moon fan or a shoujo anime fan or a, a magical girl genre fan of any sort, then I I would bet that you would enjoy it. Yeah, there's that. I think that's going to do it for that. So let's go ahead and close things out now with one more thing. And uh, it's a it's a one more thing, all right. Yep, for this for this one more thing of adorableness of adorableness, all you really need to know are two words: molten corgi. Get it, molten corgi? <laughs> no, it's a it's, forthcoming, it... supposedly forthcoming World of Warcraft non-combat pet or battle pet, and and it is exactly as it sounds. Yes. It's a corgi made out of lava. And and it makes a molten core pun. No, that, that, that's, that's all you need to know, really. That's all you need to know. <laughs> it's... I, I buy this. As soon as I get... As soon as I can, I'm buying this. I, there, there's... there's there, whoops. There's, there's nothing more to say, really. Uh, molten corgi. I'm, I'm in. Take my, take my money now. How hard do I have to throw my wallet at the screen for me to have this now? I'd say pretty hard, about five times. I I, I don't care. Give it to me now. I I want this. this now has, this I has, will buy a million of them. This has to be real, and I have to have it. It has to be in my a mailbox thing. immediately, because molten corgi. I, I, we, we should probably just end this episode before it gets completely off rails <laughs> because I molten corgi <laughs> molten corgi that's 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 all you should know anyway if you want to find all the show notes links to everything that we talked about in this episode uh, mp3 download of this and all our other episodes Links to our Facebook page, which is at fb.me slash lifeiselite. Our Twitter account, which is at lifeiselite. Our Google Plus page, which is at plus lifeiselite podcast. Links to subscribe to the show via RSS or iTunes or on YouTube. You can find every single one of those things on our website, which is at lifeiselite.com. That's L-I-F-E-I-S-L-E-E-T.com. 
If you have any feedback for us, comments, suggestions, audio attachments, recommendations of stuff for us to play, watch, read, whatever, send all that to us at podcast at lifeislete.com. My name is Jesse. I write everything for this, so if anything in it is wrong, blame me. All the stuff that I do is at jbhanna.net or on Twitter at, at jbhanna. Aaron streams things every once in a while on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Plato Zero. That's P-L-A-T-O and the number zero. Every once in a while, I stream things at twitch.tv slash jbhanna. Whenever either one of us decides to stream something, we'll post about it on the Facebook and Twitter pages for the show. So keep an eye there for that. That is going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much, for everyone, for joining. Thank you. Uh, shout out to the one person watching uh, Blue Fires in our chat room. So thanks for watching live. If you want to watch us live, lifeislete.com slash live. Watch our Facebook and Twitter pages for that. For me, for Aaron, everyone in the sound of my voice, until next week, take care. Oh.